welcome back to Working It Out, the podcast where we aim to look at all these different things that society makes us feel like we should have figured out but don't really ever figure out. I'm Nicole and today I'm joined by the lovely Kelly who I have been really good friends with now for quite a while. We actually met in a gym which kind of leads me on to today's topic quite well but first I'll let you find out a bit about Kelly and she'll introduce herself. Hello, um, I have been in the fitness industry, well only working in the fitness industry now for about a year, um, just over, but I've actually been doing fitness for about four years or so now. Um, I started out bodybuilding and now I'm a fully fledged crossfitter and my sort of speciality in the field is nutrition. So. Oh fab, she actually puts me to shame, like crossfit, <laughs> I think we did a session together and you put me to shame, didn't you? <laughs> you did so well, though. You didn't die. So no, that's we didn't. But it was, yeah, it's good fun. So that kind of leads us on to like what we're talking about today, which is actually kind of a bit controversial to what you're probably thinking, given that introduction. But it's actually the idea of getting into a healthy lifestyle and adopting a healthier lifestyle, and it becoming actually very, very unhealthy. Which is something me and Kelly wanted to get together to talk about because it's something that we can both relate to and I think we both have our own story with that so I feel like the best way to get into this is maybe if you want to sort of explain both of us actually explain how we got into fitness so I actually got into fitness about a year and a half ago now and the reason for it was I, I was in a relationship I was I mean I was very lacking confidence and I was needing a way to actually find something to do with my time so I decided to get into fitness and at the time I was petrified I was so anxious um but I decided to start a gym I got a personal trainer and then I ended up actually loving it I actually got really I'd say healthily obsessed with it where it became a really good time for me and then I mean we'll go into this a bit later it got a bit unhealthy for me and then very unhealthy for me so what kind of got you into fitness what would you say um I came out of a bad relationship I think I think that's every girl's thing though once they get dumped or have a bad it's experience like, it's like revenge body isn't exactly it? <laughs> it's like power to women yeah. you know like I'm gonna make you regret what you yeah. do kind of thing um so yeah I just want I just realized how much in a rut I'd gotten yeah um I, I wasn't happy in any form yeah. with myself um, or the situation and I was like right something needs to change um, I set myself a goal um, to aim for um, and I went with a friend to the gym and that's where it all started yeah no it's quite a similar situation I feel like girls yeah. have, can definitely relate to that definitely it's definitely a thing that you just we do. have a lot to thank our exes yeah, for yeah <laughs> we, we do have a lot to thank our exes for um <laughs> What point did it start getting healthier, unhealthy for you? Yeah, um, I'd sort of reached my goal. Um, so I'd lost two stone oh, and wow. uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd reached my goal weight. But then I just wanted more. Yeah. Um, I think because I'd see a lot of like fitness models on social media yeah. and I was like, well, I don't look like them, even though I've lost the I weight. Can, yeah, I can relate um, to that. Yeah, yeah, I'm still not. So I was like, well, if I keep pushing, yeah. then maybe I'll get there. So then I started looking into like more nutrition side of things and like the bodybuilder bro style of eating and I, it just spiralled out of control from there. Escalated. Yeah. Knowledge was, it can be powerful, but it can also be destruct, like destructive. Yeah. yeah. 
and I guess for me, in terms of when it started to get unhealthy, I, I think it's similar to what you just said, the whole social media thing. Mm. Um, I started a fitness account to track my, um, well, my fitness journey. Yeah. And at the time, it's, uh, it felt really good. And then it got to the point where I became so much more aware of what everyone else was doing, how everyone else looked. And I think you lose awareness sometimes of the fact that actually... People look at their own way because that's how they're meant to look Mm. and you can't always replicate what someone looks like. You shouldn't want to and you actually can't. People have their own body, they have their own frame and got to the point where all I wanted to do was just not be myself. Mm. And I think looking back, it's so sad to like spend that much time. But I guess for you, it's very similar in the aspect that that goal was never going to be reachable because we were never going to be happy. And Well, they always say like, you always wish for a house, you always wish for a van, you always wish for whatever. And when you get it, there's always a next thing next that you're thing. trying to go for. Yeah. And you're almost never satisfied. Did you feel a lot of pressure, like, you putting yourself out there yeah. that it wasn't the same as everyone else? Yeah, and I think, actually, that's what took away the enjoyment. Mm. Because it was like, I mean, if you have a fitness account, if you have tracked your journey, you'll probably know what I'm saying when I say that you feel a pressure to actually keep going Mm. for something that you might not actually be enjoying. So it got to a point where I'd be ill, I could actually be having a cold or, or, you know, normal illness that Mm. we get throughout the year, and I wouldn't be able to go to the gym, and I'd spend that whole time feeling so guilty Mm. that I miss the gym, and I wouldn't look fitspo enough. Mm. And that, even saying that out loud is mad. It's almost like you wasn't keeping up with other people's expectations, expectations of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though those expectations you were probably just putting on yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all in my head. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's definitely the point where I... It got to a point where it was so unhealthy. Um, and I had to sort of say, right, okay, this Instagram account's meant to be fun. It's not fun anymore. Fitness mm. is meant to be fun. And I, I initially, when I first started fitness, it helped my anxiety more than anything Mm. so it's really sad that actually it turned out to be not as beneficial Mm. and I ended up actually hating fitness for it I dreaded going to the gym and because it felt like a chore and it's sad though because it wasn't actually the working out and going to the gym itself it was the pressure Pressure. of outside world yeah and like the whole Instagram thing yeah. and stuff like that. It wasn't actual, like, working the working out. out. Yeah. Every, t- every time I went to the gym, I loved it. Yeah. But the actual thought of going and feeling like I had to almost report back. Mm. And it's like, I never had to do that, but yeah. the pressure was there. So that's kind of where mine is. And I think it'd be good maybe just to go a bit further into yours because I know you have so much to share and create awareness about in terms of mm how obsessive it can become and Mm. especially with the food element that's something the only kind of way I can relate to it is the idea that I don't enjoy food as much as I used to because Mm. again the pressure to eat a certain way um that's as far as it goes but I know for you it goes a lot deeper than that and I feel like maybe that's something you would like to share are you happy to share that yeah definitely um so obviously I started by wanting to lose weight And obviously, when you've gone from being a proper couch potato, eating takeaways, like, 
shameful amount that's of times a week that's relationships as well <laughs> exactly isn't it? comfort zone big time yeah <laughs> um but yeah so when you go from that to suddenly working out like four or five times a week yeah. your body's going to change naturally anyway yeah. and you're going to lose weight um so yeah the next step for me was the whole food thing and i was so hungry for knowledge i would obviously pick the personal trainer's brain of like why am i doing this what is it doing for my body what what more can i do analyzing almost yeah yeah and then i would go home and then i would youtube it and i would research it and find out like all these ways like and once i got my hands on like a macro calculator kind of thing it sort of went from there so it wasn't just the working out i got obsessed with it was every morsel of food that i put in my body i was obsessed with but i went to the point where i was restricting myself so much that i would then binge right and because because i just felt so deprived of everything yeah and um so yeah then i would have these days where i just eat and eat and eat oh it was disgusting i could probably out eat a lot of men (laughs) in what i ate back then but um and then i would feel disgusting and just feel so guilty and it it was just a never-ending cycle i would like starve myself for three days and then be so hungry that I'd do it again and yeah it was a repetitive circle yeah so everything all the hard work that I put in it just kind of crumbled around me and then I went almost back to square one again really Um, yeah it wasn't I'd I'd reached a high point and then it just came plummeting down do you remember how you felt like when that happened not so much obviously you said about that you used to feel guilty when you did have those binges but Mm. How did it, how, do you remember that time of like life and how you actually felt? Were you happy or? No, I, I, there was a lot going on in my life. Like everything was so unsettled. I didn't have a stable home. I didn't really have a stable environment around me. Um, yeah, so, and I think my stress levels were so high and I was just trying to hold myself together. It was my way of coping. Yeah. Um, and strangely enough, I managed I was fine all the way through. I I did have like um some like illness the where I couldn't eat um, for um a while like my digestive system I yeah. think just took such a battering that it kind of shut down yeah. on me. Yeah. Um that's when I knew it was getting to a to bad a, point. Yeah. And then um I finally got a home um and I got settled and then I think the relief of finally um feeling secure I don't know it just had a really weird effect on me and I just started spiraling out of control again I think because I was just relaxed and all the stress and everything I'd been holding it together so long yeah and I just let it all out yeah and just went into almost like a depression oh wow um, yeah I would I I would cry every day I didn't want to go to work that's when the panic attacks started happening oh, and then like I would eat to try and like forget yeah um but then i'd feel disgusting and, and again, hate myself it happen again yeah yeah it's it so crazy how obviously we've gone into this thinking okay this is a healthier lifestyle we're gonna adopt mm. essentially yeah and it's turned so toxic mm. for both of us and more so for the things you've been through which i can't even imagine mm. but like you say the vicious circles ca- happen and then getting out of it mm. you you probably thought the minute you get at home and you get settled 
you know that's it you'll mm. you'll get better and and it doesn't happen like that does it no. it's not that black and white no. so like i said you think that you're going to reach your goal and that's it you're going to be magically happy yeah um but happiness comes from within you being yeah. content with what you have yes not what you not want what's around you exactly yeah. yeah like not not having the ideal body because there is no such thing as the ideal no. body no. every body is different it's, yes yeah yeah so. and i guess that's I guess that essentially that pressure comes from social media and yeah. stuff like that. Mm. And that's probably got a lot to blame for people who have gone through a similar sort mm. of thing. Um, how did you figure it out? And when I say figure it out, maybe we're all still figuring it out, but yeah. how did you get past that bit? Yeah. Um, well, I just reached a point where I was so desperate. I was like... I kept everything to myself. I, I literally told no one. I didn't even tell my mum, nobody. Did they uh, know? I th- when I spoke to my mum finally about it, yeah. um, she did say that she knew something wasn't right. Yeah. But um, she, I don't know, she, I don't, just don't think she wanted to press me for it. Because yeah. um, obviously she could tell I didn't want to talk about it. But um, I got a coach, so an online coach. Oh. Um, I thought I need someone to hold me accountable. Yeah. I need to answer to someone. Yeah. I can't do this alone. Yeah. I need help. But that's a point in itself. Mm. You, like you just said, you mm. needed help. Mm. And I think that's part of the problem is not knowing who to go for for help oh, and yeah. actually feeling like you can go go to someone for help. But there's like a trigger point where you go, okay, mm. and I know this is what happened with me with my anxiety. There's a point where it's like, I can't do this anymore. It's yeah. exhausting. And I can't you... do it alone yes. anymore. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. Mm. I think that's another problem is feeling like you're weak because mm. you have to ask for help. But actually, that's how we get stronger. Yeah. So And it, it, it actually takes more courage to admit that you've got a problem yes. and go looking for help yes. than it is to just crumble Com- and fight yeah, for it absolutely alone. absolutely so what happened when that you know when you took that step and said you needed that help yeah um i was i, I don't think i was 100 percent honest with him to begin with but i did sort of say like this is where i'm at and that i would just remember the hardest thing was taking those first progress photos and sending them to him and the reason why i picked an online coach and someone that didn't know me because it was like anonymous. Yes. Um, no so, judgment. Exactly. Almost. Yeah. 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 And also because I couldn't see him in person, it was almost like he wasn't real in yes. a way. Yeah. Um, so I think that helped massively. Um, but yeah, sending them first progress photos, I'll never forget. I just felt such ashamed because I kept looking really? at him and I was like, that is me. And oh, I never want to feel that way again. But it was, I know, he kept saying, this is the first step. This is as bad as it's ever going to be. Yeah, yeah. And it's only going to get better from yeah. here. He was really understanding and um, he set me up with a macro plan. Yeah. Um, so if it fits your macros. So he would give me my numbers. Yeah. And then I would just eat as long as it added up to those numbers yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and then he gave me my training plan as well. And I was with him for eight months and I lost about two stone um two and a half stone oh wow so yeah it, it it and it's the best i've ever looked so did you find happiness with that no. or did it get out of hand again because just to sort of clarify you were saying you obviously lost a lot of weight mm. and then you went back up to yeah. your original near enough your original weight yeah um and then obviously the plan with him 
was to to get to a happier place. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we were spoke, speaking earlier, and you mentioned about how it actually got out of control mm. again. Oh yeah, it turned to another. I, I swear, I have like obsessive compulsive <laughs> um, tendencies, but yeah, it turned into I had to hit my numbers bang on every day. That that became a new obsession. Really. So I was I was like obsessed with being spot on and being so consistent that there would be no room for error. That was sort of my net. That was my new obsession. So it wasn't restricting as such. No, no, I, I had freedom to eat what I wanted, but which it was brilliant. Had, it had to fit in. Yeah, exactly. It had to fit, and sometimes at the end of the day, I would be left with a couple of grams of fat and some protein. So I would have like really obscure numbers, like I would have eighteen grams of chicken and like three grams of fat just to hit of, those macros yeah peanut butter to hit those macros it That's was crazy. So crazy yeah i know it, it was a, it was a different different kind of obsession it was very yeah. strange and i just couldn't let go because yeah. i was scared that if i let go that i would go back to how i was yeah so yeah. essentially you needed to hit those macros to feel almost at peace i guess yeah with exactly. what you're doing yeah and to be in the same in like not get bigger or yeah things like that yeah. yeah my fear was just going backwards yeah yeah whether that be ridiculously slim mm. or a lot bigger yeah. than you were yeah so when that happened how long did the process take of you working with him and how long did you have that kind of behavior of being so strict with your macros well i i was with him for 8 months and then i started working at the gym which helped massively because I was surrounded by so many amazing supportive people yeah um and people like Tom my boyfriend and other people who worked there and they just had such a a natural way of doing it they would work out when they wanted they would eat healthy food when they felt like it or you know, but enjoy a meal when yeah, they want exactly. Well. And they were like, "I'm hungry. I'm gonna have a banana. I'm yeah. hungry. I'm gonna have, you know, like." Did that mind boggle you at first? It really did because I was like, "How are you walking around with six packs, and here I am being so, so like strict. so strict, and yet I still look the way I look, and I I just couldn't understand it." And they were like, "You know, there isn't such a thing as being too healthy. You know, sometimes you just have to let your body." like listen to your body yeah. do do what it wants you to do like it's okay nothing bad's gonna happen no. and being surrounded by all these people that had fitness figured out yeah. like had health fit yeah. figured out like helped in like so much it took a couple of months and like a little bit of encouragement but i finally started managing to go out for a meal and not track it and be okay and and was like that. that because you was so I guess because, like you said, you really liked these people. You cared mm. for these people, and obviously, you've worked there for such a long time now. Now yeah. you obviously have such a great bond with them, mm. and I see that because I go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, not as not as committed as I used to be. I must say, um, but, but you're still regular. That's I'm still amazing. regular. Um, but like you say, was it to the point where it was like, okay, I don't want to miss out on going for a meal with them after work. Yeah, yeah. It was. I was. I was just, I realised that I was just existing. I wasn't living. Living. And I was like, this isn't life. Like, I'm punishing myself almost. But for what? Like, what am I getting out of this? 
I, I'm not making memories. No. I'm not um, making fret like sharing experiences with friends. Like something's got to give. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, it was scary as hell at first. Um, you know, just letting go, taking that step. Um, but it did help to have those people around me as I wouldn't say role models, but just people to support me that I you know I admired yeah and yeah they, they just helped me massively to see that it, it, it's still healthy and it's still fitness to go out for a burger yeah every once in a while and, yeah exactly was like, that the turning point for you yeah 100% 100% and like since being with Tom yeah um he's got such a he he's got such a different approach to health and fitness it's so much more relaxed and he's still he's still bang on with his food and he knows his body though he listens to his body rather than going with trends and keto and low calorie what everyone else is doing yeah exactly he doesn't listen to any of that he listens to his body he knows what works for him yeah and he's brilliant at doing that and yeah he he trains when he wants to train and when he knows his body needs a rest he lets it rest and having that around me yeah it is so true that like if you've got um a couch potato for a boyfriend you're bound to pick up those habits the same way as like me having tom in my life he we sort of balance each other out of course um we keep each other motivated on track and like i feel like in the 10 months i've been with him i've lived more than i've lived in the past 10 years yeah and And it's probably the healthiest you've ever been exactly yeah it's so mad when yeah. you think of where you have been, mm-hmm. and I, I totally, I totally understand that because I do think there's nothing wrong with having people in your life that have different habits, have different lifestyle, have mm-hmm. who don't want to go to the gym. Yeah. That's cool, but I, you, you, when you spend a lot of time with someone, you are influenced by them because yeah. you want to spend time with them, and so if Tom wanted to spend time at a sofa all the time Mm. you would want to do that and eventually that habit of having that sort of healthier lifestyle would essentially go wouldn't it yeah definitely um it's so interesting though that you say that you know it was i guess you worked so hard to try and make a change but Mm. actually the change just came naturally Mm. when you started that job yeah it was just it was almost just like letting go yeah i just needed to let go of this perfect image that i thought i had to be yeah like you say like, like yeah yeah absolutely. the expectation yeah that you you're putting on yourself yeah rather than what's what actually other... needed and yeah. what you need to feel good that's definitely something that stands out to me because when i i basically probably only a couple of months ago now i said to myself i can't do this anymore mm. what sort of absorbing so much fitness content on instagram and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people out there happy sharing their fitness journey, not feeling obsessed with the whole lifestyle. Mm. Um, but actually, I kind of took a step back and I thought, right, okay. So I follow 400 fitness accounts. Yeah. I try and update everything I can about what I do in fitness. I yeah. feel a pressure to wear gym wear, so I stay remained as a fitness account. Mm. I'm not actually enjoying the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm not enjoying how I feel about my body looking at these accounts. Mm. And what am I doing about it? Nothing. And it was like, it got to the point where it was like, okay. And I mean, you've seen my account 
my account was so much more than fitness in the end. It was about mm. mental health. It was about body positivity and di- loads of different things. And it got to the point where it was like, what am I doing this for? What yeah. am I, why am I trying to prove that I'm into fitness? What, yeah. has, what has actually happened to my mind to make me feel like I have to prove that I like to work out to actually be valued yeah. within the community? And It's, it's like, almost like you felt like you needed that label in order yeah, to have a voice. Have a voice. Yeah. And don't get me wrong... Fitness is so, I mean, you know, it's so absorbed on Instagram. It's Mm. such a huge part of Instagram. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Mm. However, it does become unhealthy, like you say. And for me, I was kind of putting myself into all of these situations that were never going to help me. Mm. So, I mean, there was one point where I was like, do you know, I I remember texting my friend, Georgia, and I was just like, I'm going to have to unfollow about 400 accounts to be happy. Mm. So I just did it. I just unfollowed him. And it, and that's the kind of thing as well. You don't have to feel guilty for that. You're not unfollowing someone because you don't like them. You're unfollowing them because their content yeah. is damaging to you. Yeah. And, you know, when you've got people saying, oh, I struggled to get to the gym five times this week mm. and I only made it four. And then you've got to understand how that can make someone else feel because... What since when was there anything wrong with going three times a week? Yeah, two exactly. times a week, yeah. one time a week, you know, and that that's the mentality that's so engraved on Instagram. And I think that had a lot to do with how I felt about myself. And it was like, I can't make progress, why am I not making progress? Mm. And it's like, I never actually took a second to go, okay, I've done all right here, or actually, like you say, find time to actually be like, okay, the happiness isn't going to come from how many times I go to the gym, it's yeah. not going to. It's not going to come from how many times I work out a week. Mm-hmm. It's not going to come from how many times I post about gym wear. It's yeah. going to come from within. Yeah. And it's going to come from a place where I'm not actually on Instagram. Yeah. And that, that to me, it might sound really crazy to anyone that's listening that kind of doesn't have an Instagram or a blog kind of platform. But mm. it does get to that point mm. on that pl- kind of platform. And especially with Instagram, it's so consumed by body image. I mean... It's, it's visual, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and that's where I got to. I was like, okay, I'm going to actually have to make these changes else I'm going to forever be like feeling like this. And I bet it was scary as well because, like you say, you've got all these people following you that you think see you as a fitness per- person, like inspiration, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess by you changing the way you went about things and your message and your image, I, I I bet that was scary because you thought you'd lose a lot of people yeah, in a way, that, but, and yeah. maybe lose their, I don't know, interest. Yeah, or things and like that. I think actually that's been quite eye-opening for me um, because I chose to unfollow a lot of accounts, and it was more so accounts that never popped up on because that does happen. You yeah. follow things and you never actually see what they're doing. Yeah, and it was them kind of accounts, and it was accounts where they were heavily focused on progress, mm-hmm. food, and stuff that I knew that wasn't helping me anymore. But I kind of. Yeah, I would say after that, I kind of realised who actually enjoys my content, mm-hmm. who maybe is just on there to grow an account and become such thing as Insta-famous, yeah. but th- that's kind of what I figured out, and I actually started to realise that there's people who really care about me, Yeah, and there's people that enjoy the content I'm making, mm-hmm. and it's not about growing an account for to self-validate yourself, essentially, mm. no, and I think... Even in the couple of months that I've done that, I've been so much more happier because Mm. the pressure's gone. Even I can see a change in you from when you first started at the gym to now. You seem a lot lighter. You seem 
like the way you do things are to please yourself yeah. rather than what you think other people want yeah. from you. Yeah. Um, and I think that you're like you've always been genuine and that's what drew me to you. Yeah. Like how honest you were, how open you were. And I thought it was brave as hell. Like some of the things that you were putting, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like for years I've tried to hide those things and like you're just bold and put it out there. Oh. And I think that's incredible. Oh. And I think that you should never be scared to lose that because that is what, what makes I you am. unique. Yeah. And I think in the past few months you've just been owning it more and more. Yeah, I'm and so you've... glad you said that. Yeah, no, I've definitely noticed <laughs> oh, a difference. <laughs> because I, like you say, you do think... If I'm not going to be what I started out my account, are people going to like? And it's so silly. We should not feel like that. Yeah. But you do have those moments of self-validation where you're like, okay, am I not going to be as appreciated? Or yeah. And I, to be honest, in some areas, people don't come to my account in the same way. Mm. But actually, were they the people I needed to attract in the first place? Exactly. No. no. Um, but like you say, I think... That's kind of, I feel like we've gone off on a tangent, which we knew was going to happen. Exactly. We knew it was going to happen. That's how you get the best bits. um, Like you say, it is so important that with healthy lifestyle and wanting to do it for you Mm. and actually wanting to find your own thing. And Mm. like you mentioned about Tom, your boyfriend, he he had his own thing and that's what inspired you. Let's go back onto the topic and yeah. try and recover this yeah. before the end. <laughs> what is it now that makes you in this place where, I don't know, do you feel like you've got it figured out with fitness? Are you still learning? But actually, where are you now? What would you say in terms of how you've grown from that person that started at a gym and thought, oh, I like the way they do it and mm. that seems healthy. Mm. How did you then adopt that? And then how do you feel now? Um, it's been... It's had its ups and downs for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it's still terrifying to me some days. If I really overthink it, yeah, then I I could go back in that hole. But I I've definitely been working on my mental game more so than anything because that is where it is. It's yeah. in the mind. It it's, is. Yeah. It's how you perceive things. Absolutely. And um, I it's by changing my style of training as well has helped massively because bodybuilding style of training is very aesthetic focused yes. and so I think by shifting into more of a performance base yeah. with more crossfit functional fitness um, has helped me to not focus so much on the way I look but by actually being fit yeah um, that. yeah that's so important exactly yeah like that's the whole point you go to the gym yeah. like to work out yeah. when not... did it become about looking a certain way exactly. I mean like, obviously it's always been there yeah but why why yeah. did that ever Oh, I don't know. I was talking to someone last night, funnily enough, and he's been doing bodybuilding for twenty five years, and he and he he was saying like he struggles to see bodybuilders as athletes because he deems athletes as like people who do the Olympics, yes, you know, like track runners, yes. Yes. marathon runners, yes. things like that. Those people are physically fit. Yes, they can do these as amazing things, yeah. you know. Um, but it's it's your perception, and I I never knock anyone for having their version of fitness. But it's, it's interesting what gets when you, you start to unwrap it and actually... Yeah, yeah it's, it's different people's views on things, isn't it? But I definitely understand, you know, when I was training to look a certain way, mm. I wasn't fit. No. Now I'm fitter. Mm. And I actually don't look at myself in the mirror as much because yeah. that's, the main, that's one of the main changes I made was to actually not tell myself how many times I'm going to go to the gym that week. Mm-hmm. 
to not tell myself when I can and can't have a cheat meal, because at the time that's what they, I called them, yeah. to tell myself that I need to take a picture for this or, you know, for my blog, whatever. And through making them changes, I slowly started to think, it's actually really nice to not look at my body in the mirror. It's shifting the way you look at yourself yeah. completely, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's just having a... It's, it's taking a step outside yourself. Yeah. I think sometimes we get so self-absorbed yes yeah and and we could be the most self-conscious unconfident person in the world but we're still so self-absorbed in like what do they think of us like judgment yeah exactly and we're so scared by what other people think that what's really important is how we think about ourselves yes first yeah exactly and when i started just thinking right i i want to work towards doing handstand hold I want to work towards being able to run without getting a stitch (laughs) I want to work towards um getting a new deadlift yes pb you know like when I started focusing on those things I got stronger I got fitter I I feel more comfortable in my skin now yeah and Um, did you ever think about what you actually looked no no you know and and that's the thing isn't it and every now and again I'll catch myself in the mirror and be like oh can see i can see a bit of corridor yeah oh i can see a shoulder it's obsessive no, it's no, no longer obsessive no and that yeah I, I love that because especially with me putting things so much on instagram mm. there is like that kind of thing where it's like okay so the last summer i mean for me personally this summer's been the best summer i've ever had mm. i mean if i look at me last year um i just recently got out of a relationship all of that heartbreak yeah. and it does stay with you for quite a while and mm. I didn't really do much even though it was, I was 20 I was 21 so I um went to Prague with my mum that ended up being awkward because I meant to go with my ex-boyfriend but um it was kind of like okay it's lovely but it's not the same there's mm. you can't it takes a while to Feel that void that actually is gone. And I was going to say, you feel like you could, there's a bit there's missing. missing yeah. yeah, and I think that kind of consumed last year for me. Yeah. And so for me this year, and don't get me wrong, I was into my fitness game last year. Mm. I was, as, as you say, when you get out of a relationship, it's like, it's a hobby, it's something to have. And instead of focusing on that other person, you, you then shift your focus on yourself. On yourself. Don't you? yeah. And I guess in a sense, for both of us, it became very unhealthy. Mm. But I remember kind of this year the start of the year being still very much obsessed with it looking Mm. back I didn't think I was obsessed with it but Mm. I was and then something shifted and maybe it was the fact that I took another knock with my confidence and my anxiety Mm. but I ended up having a summer where I went away three times um I drank alcohol Mm. I had then nights with the girls where we just had wine after wine after wine yeah I ate what I wanted I ate all the carbs I could find, because that's what I do on holiday. I'm like a, I'm like a hoover for carbs. <laughs> like a magpie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't want to think, you know, oh, I should be going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to think... And there were times where I thought, oh, I really need to get a healthier lifestyle back. Yeah. Not because I felt a, a pressure on my body, but because I felt that... I'd lost it a little bit and I, I know how good it does make me feel and yeah. that's important too but I had the best summer ever because mm. I wasn't thinking about it and even to the point where when I did take a picture in my bikini I wasn't thinking I've lost a bit of progress there or mm. I've put a little bit of body fat on I was just happy to be on holiday and I think that's so important as mm. well like you say 
when you win the worst of it, you don't remember making any memories. Mm. And that's what you take with you throughout life, isn't exactly, it? Yeah. You probably, I mean, I know I did. I just felt free. Yeah. Like a weight had been lifted. Yeah. Like when you focus on the moment. Yes. Rather than how you think you look. Yes. Then that that is when you life start is living. happier. Yeah, exactly. And it's so important to live. And mm. I think that's something we've kind of both taken away from this, isn't mm. it? And I guess I feel like we've had a real good chat. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've gone into it. And I, yeah. obviously our main aim is hopefully this is going to help anyone mm. that kind of recognises anything we say or even just is like worried that they're alone with this kind of thing. Mm. What advice would you give someone getting into fitness? Because that's obviously where we started. That's when we were happy, yeah. but then it escalated. So what would your advice be? My advice would be to, and I hate this word because it gets thrown about so much, but it is essential, is balance. Yes. So you can have goals and you can go to the gym and you can eat healthy and you can go on a plan, but for crying out loud, do not miss your son's 21st birthday. Yeah. Do not miss a date night with your partner. Yeah. Do not miss your best friend's, I don't know, wedding. Yeah. You know, like, still go out, still do things, still have fun, and just prioritise. So if you want a bikini body for that holiday you're going for, then maybe cut back on the alcohol. Yeah. Don't have that takeaway on Saturday night. Instead, go in, uh, go and cook something with yeah. your partner yeah. or, you know, like, do a fake takeaway. Take yeah, yeah exactly. I've seen so many of yeah. yeah, like, have fun with it. Like, yeah. me and Tom, Saturday night, we uh, we made our own pizza. Yeah. Um, we put the toppings on that yeah. we wanted. You know, um, I, I've made healthy cookies. Yeah. There's ways around it. Yes. You don't have to be deprived. You don't have to take away exactly. from the actual process of it yeah exactly you can still have fun and my one piece of advice is don't focus too much on the end goal yes just take each step as it comes yeah each little process and milestone like celebrate it be proud of yourself because we don't do that enough do we i know with i know with me in particular i am very quick to have an absolute meltdown and I'll be like oh I've made no progress with my anxiety this is so annoying and then it's like hang on a minute Nicole cut yourself some slack think of where you were last year Mm -hmm. don't that's I definitely kind of second that don't always look at especially in terms of if you fall off track or Mm. if anything like that happens don't think I've fallen off track this week think about the bigger picture Mm. the fact that you got to the gym or the fact that you have made healthier choices or the fact that you actually decided to go crazy at a friend's wedding and you had the best time ever that's okay too it doesn't like you say it doesn't have to be too strict don't punish yourself no this is like (laughs) life is a marathon not sprint (laughs) you know we've got hopefully a long time on this earth so you know make the most of each opportunity that comes and don't hold yourself back just because of like how you think you'll look yeah like it's not worth it yeah it's i think really not i think that definitely kind of leads into my biggest biggest advice i honestly cannot express enough how how much i think i absolutely think it's a great thing to share your fitness journey online i think it's amazing and i think the community out there if you find the right people mm. it's so inspiring mm. and it can really uplift you and there are people 
when you're feeling down, they will take the time out of their day to say to you, you know, they hope you're okay and they're mm. sending their love. And all of that is great. But from my experience, make sure you're doing this for you and yeah. you only because I wasn't doing it for me. Mm. I was doing it for what other people thought of me. And I was never happy. And that's why I got so obsessed because... I was always trying to be that bit better than what I originally was. Instead mm. of actually looking in the mirror, actually maybe not even looking in the mirror and going, okay, I'm a nice person. Mm. I did this for this person. I did this for that person. And actually thinking, okay, like there's more to it than this. It's, yeah. I'm not just a body. Yeah. I yeah. have a mind and yeah. I have heart. And I think that's what's so important. And that's my biggest advice. Just do this for you. And if you want to track it, that's absolutely amazing. But don't get caught up in justifying yourself to anyone. No, you, you don't, don't need validation. To. You don't need validation, no. Mm. I think that rounds us up quite nicely. I feel yeah. like we've really got into that. Yeah. Just, this is like one of my... When you, By the time you're listening to this, it's quite one of my first podcasts. Actually, the first podcast I've recorded with anyone. <laughs> um, so me and Kelly was kind of like, oh my gosh, what are we going to say? How's this going to go? How's it going to go? And how many takes? But we've done it in one take, which I, I think is pretty good. That is impressive. <laughs> and we're just, pros. Yeah, we're pros. <laughs> we're just going to have to make sure there's not too many urns from Eat. me because mm. I am quite bad for that. But yeah, I really appreciate you coming on here. It's yeah. been so amazing and... I'm pretty certain you'll have helped so many people by talking so. about it. That's, I mean, I've always been quite a shy person. Yeah. Um, obviously, suffering so long on my own, it's always hard for me to talk about yeah. things. But my one, if I think of anything, I think if I've gone through all of this, I want to make it worthwhile. Yes. So yes. if if this can teach other people and stop other people from having to suffer, yeah. then it's worth it. And like you're saying, knowing you're not alone yeah. in those yeah. things, that, those habits that you adopt. Because like you say, it's sometimes you just think, what is my mind doing? Why mm. is it doing this to me? And actually, it's, it's unfortunately, it's so normal. Mm. And it does happen and we can fall accustomed to it. And it's just getting yourself back up and not giving up, I guess, isn't it? It's taking that one step towards the light. Yes. That's yeah. that's yeah. that's all you need to get the ball rolling. Yeah. Um. And just, I would just say, just have the courage to do it. Yeah. Because you will thank yourself yeah. in the long run. Yeah. And ask for help if you need it. Yeah. Definitely. One hundred percent. Well, it's been so good having you on here. It's I'm been so happy. Coming on. Thank you for I'm... letting me be your first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably be on again sometime soon. Um, but yeah, no, it's been really great. Um. So that kind of rounds me up on today's episode of working it out. I really hope you've enjoyed this. We've loved recording it, um, and thank you again, Kelly, for being on here. So I will see you next time for my next episode, um, and I'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Bye.